0: to another new podcast from Codings Pro Magazine. I'm your host, Ben DuBose, news editor with the AMP Publications team. Today, I'm happy to welcome in Katie Krobach, Associate Director of Digital Adoption for the Architectural Codings Business of PPG in the United States and Canada. Katie, thanks for taking the time to join us. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you, Ben? Glad to be here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm thrilled to have you. And We're bringing Katie on because PPG does have a new app. It's called the PPG Paints app that is certainly offering their products, which are relevant to our coatings contractors and applicators and people throughout the value chain. But I think Katie also has a certain level of expertise as it pertains to the digital side of this industry as a whole and why this is the direction in which PPG and many other companies are going. So on today's episode, we're going to be digging into some of the trends, the background, and why it is that PPG and other companies are going in this direction and what some of the key takeaways are for our audience and others in the industry. Katie, I think a good place to start, if you could, just give us a little bit of your career history and what led you to your current role with PPG.
1: Yeah, sure. So I have spent uh, 17 years in some form of digital, which we think of digital as new, but um, 17 years, at least I've been working in it, uh, kind of across the gamut of, of startup companies, advertising agencies, um, government education, and and I've been around at PPG for nine years. And my role now is the the digital adoption that I lead in. That sounds kind of fancy and really I'm going to tell you what that actually means of what digital adoption means. So, you know, we realize that building the digital solutions, the the tools, the platforms is part of the work, but there's just as much work getting, helping people to adopt those solutions, right? Like change is hard, even when it's good change. So my team really serves as a support system for our customers, our employees who may not be confident. Um, may not be fluent, uh, or may even be resistant to digital solutions. We're really here um, to be that support system. Then um, I'm really lucky that I get the privilege of leading a team of people that really live, breathe, and love digital in and out every day, and it's it's pretty fun. We get to uh, create change in a very established paint industry, like launching a mobile app.
0: So you mentioned you've been around for 17 years, and digital technology is clearly something that's been around for that entire time frame and then some really you can go back 25 30 years we've had digital technology in some form in this industry why have the buying trends shifted so much just within the last few years to where you're seeing these types of apps introduced just tell us what's so different about i suppose the 2010s or or the 2020s excuse me relative to the 2010s or the 2000s i
1: mean 2020 is the the magic answer there (laughs) so um right these trends have been around in some industries more than others for a long time but um the pandemic really accelerated a lot of those trends right um just people that were forced to go um to digital solutions and get their you know things purchased online and delivered to them um we had we had to do it in many places and that's become sticky right um and paint is one of those industries that's been you know very traditionally brick and mortar not fully evolved into a digital evolution yet but Mm -hmm. is on the way there right so that's what we're seeing kind of 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 coming along there but um really vast acceleration in the last couple of years
0: so at ppg a lot of your contractors are contractors and applicators i know you handle the do-it-yourself market as well. But for purposes of our audience, I think we're primarily looking at the applicators and the contractors. What feedback did you hear from them when this trend really started in 2020 that you were describing? Were there any questions they had? Were they impressed? Were they skittish? Just explain, if you could, the feedback that you heard from your contractor base, your codings professionals, when this trend started happening and how you've tried to incorporate their feedback into the offering that you guys have out there now.
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. So I'll, I'll tell you when anyone I speak with, whatever their role is, whatever type of a painter, they are a professional, I always ask them, like, what's your favorite app or website? And uh, the answer is almost always Amazon. Um, It doesn't matter what type of thing they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm I'm sharing that because as humans, like Amazon has kind of collectively set our expectations of uh, finding the products we want, getting them when and where we want them. Um, and the pro audience, the, there aren't any different, right? Those expectations we have as people and as consumers bleed into our professional lives. So it's really increasingly important for us to stay relevant, right, to address those evolving preferences um, and build in the app. And, and I'm just going to I'm going to share you through an ex- example of kind of what okay. this means of taking like PBG's very long history of expertise and in, in products in the industry and evolving that into a digital solution in an app. Because I'm saying that with Amazon, but paint is not as simple as ordering a a light bulb on Amazon, right? Paint is very nuanced. There's a lot of uh, technical pieces, complexities to it. So when we look to our painters and our customers to see what do they need in that solution. So one example here for you would be, maybe we have a painter who they don't know the full product code on every part of their job but they know they can call their store and say, hey, I need uh, an order of my trim paint or provide a spec number and the right product shows up, right? That's a really important experience. And We don't want to lose that in any type of digital way, right? So we've built our digital tools to mimic that experience. So in our PPG Paints app, the products can be labeled in the way that the customer calls them. They can go in and see and it could say my trim paint or just trim paint, maybe not my, um, and they can click that and order it right from there. So really for us, it's about taking all the expertise that we have in the paint industry and extending it into digital solution and digital experience that makes it just as easy or or easier so that our customers are always receiving the right product at the right place at the right time.
0: So how much of these features that you've incorporated is based on just anecdotal feedback and how much of it is research that you all have Conducted into the market, I'm sure it's a blend, but just talk if you could about the way I'm sure you blend, you know, there's overall trends. There's data that you have when you talk to a lot of your customers and then there's also just these anecdotal stories when you're talking to them.
1: Yeah, it is definitely a blend of that, right? So there's research into general. Digital trends and and, um, patterns of behavior, which is where say Amazon leads. There's also trends into our industry where, you know, we look at what the buying behaviors are, um, the shifts over time. Uh, and then there is the anecdotal, the there's there's nothing like a customer um, interview. Um, we have, you know, we'll do user experience research to get that customer feedback and comparison. There's, there's really nothing quite like that as we build out tools.
0: So for paint companies such as PPG, what are some of the digital technologies and offerings that are potentially out there for you to leverage that go beyond mobile ordering? I know the mobile order ordering on the app is, I suppose, one of the initial frontiers. It makes sense. But what does the future look like? What are some of the other things that you can potentially do to try and incorporate or adopt in this digital space?
1: Yeah, it's a, also a really great question for us. So mobile ordering is is newer for us in the past year. So we, re- we are very excited about that. It's a huge benefit for us, especially for um, certain types of customers, right? That now they can order out wherever they are on the job, outside of business hours without kind of getting help. They can really just place that order anytime. Uh, outside of just the ordering component of it, we found that our customers really appreciate other benefits of that the ability to very quickly access their full purchase history pricing information um really kind of eliminate some traditional kind of administrative tasks of filing away you know receipts or paperwork or looking things up all those things that help someone run a business um and we talk about mobile a lot but as we look at it you know all the same functionality it also needs to work on a a desktop computer, right? Like some folks are a project manager that are sitting in front of a computer all day and, and not out um, on the go on their mobile app. So it's really looking at it, kind of any lens or device that somebody might need to to do tasks is, is where we look at it. So there's kind of all that stuff that comes along with the ordering, the history, the pricing information, and then there's the whole side of color, right? So, um, making sure that the color is right and the consistency there is just as important for a job. So we have digital capabilities with color matching either directly with a the um, app or using a color rendering device to get a really accurate, accurate match. Or we have quick access to other other tools that we have or a rendering service. So we're really providing all of those capabilities today. Um, but it's it's a long roadmap of support to really help those pros before, during, and after a job um, as we kind of come down the line and have this industry be more and more digital.
0: Yeah. I know one of the key features is the Spanish language translation. Uh, talk a little bit more, if you could, about that aspect of it. What's the feedback been like for that? How important is that to many of your customers? And what does the future look like now that you can start doing, I suppose, these translations? Is there future to expand that down the line or potential, yeah. I should say?
1: So I'm really excited about the Spanish translations because it is something that came directly from our customers. So, um, you know, we're very proud to offer that. We have a you know diverse set of customers. And we can bring them the right products and solutions, but if we're not doing it in the way that's easiest for them to transact, um, that's a problem. So really we took the PPG Paints app and got it. It's, you know, fully translatable into Spanish, that anything that anybody wants to do there, just ease of use in the language preference. So it's a great functionality for us. And we'll continue to look at, you know, what are the needs and complexities of our customers and um, adjust to what they need.
0: So let's talk about the app. You you sort of looked at the current features earlier. From a holistic perspective, what can a contractor get from that app? Basically, what aspects of, I suppose, their day-to-day operations, certainly the materials come into play, but I know there's more to it. Just talk, if you could, about the functionality that's available to them and the situations in which they may need to use it.
1: So they can look up any product that they need and get quick access to data sheets or product information, as well as pricing. So that's without even needing to place an order, they could just look Mm -hmm. up that information and see their job specific pricing or information for it. That's kind of step one along the path. Um, If they need to place an order, they can go ahead and there's multiple ways for them to order because we really have done that Uh, feedback with them on what are the ways they order and what would make it easiest. So they can reorder from a past order. Um, They can use a regular kind of analog experience of ordering um, and they can align their products against jobs um, and organize it a bit. So we've given them multiple options that really we can build it in a way that suits their needs and how they um, run their business the best. So they can put their order through Uh, all orders they get to pick up. Do they want it delivered direct to job site or pick up in store with a time range on that? And when they get it delivered, there's the ability for them to put their notes in there as well. So they can say I need this delivered to this job site Call John at the gate when you get there. And and that really helps to make sure they're getting that right product at the right time that they need it. And in all of that, platform there. They have their order history. They can go back and kind of access and look at those pieces. Um, They get email confirmations to know where everything is along the way. And those sound like very simple pieces of information, but really important for people to have when they're trying to um, be fast, get their job done, and be efficient to have that information right at their fingertips in an easy-to-use manner. I mentioned earlier uh, example of how we have products labeled. So those are some other functionalities we have that the platform can be customized a bit for customers so that they can have the what they call a product labeled in there. They can have their jobs all aligned in there, have their specific kind of uh, pricing structures and products, but also go in and access the whole PBG catalog And then we're kind of always going to continuously be looking at what other functionality we need to add to best meet needs. So we have some upcoming functionality that I'm really excited about. Um, We will be having the ability for them to see whether a product is available at their store Mm. right there. We will have two features that customers have directly requested. And so those are the ones that always warm my heart. Uh, the ability to favorite a product. So we have some customers that run, you know, many, many different jobs, but they have a couple favorite products across okay. all of their jobs and they want really quick access to that. So we're going to have uh, favoriting functionality, and then we're also working on some functionality to enable. Folks to reorder products that are all in our catalog. We might have a product that's very specific to a uh, new home construction job and isn't in our national catalog but that Mm -hmm. customer needs to be able to order that product so we're building in functionality that they'll be able to do that so those are really just since we've launched speaking to our customers and seeing what they need um and then figuring out okay how do we build that for them in a way that works so i'm really excited about that because that's that's the thing that makes me excited to go to work every day when i can build something to make our customers job easier so when
0: did you officially launch
1: We officially launched uh, October 31st of last year.
0: Okay. So it's been a little over half a year, I guess close to three quarters of a year. What type of feedback have you gotten? Are people largely enjoying it? Are there any common questions? Just the people that jumped on this early as soon as you introduced it in the last quarter of 2022, what are they saying about the user experience?
1: Uh, My favorite quote is somebody that said, it's easy as cake. Ooh. so okay. um, that's a really nice one generally the feedback is you, you mentioned earlier are people excited or are they skittish and we get both right like okay. some people are like I'm a little scared to try this and then we have them try it and we get a lot of moments where I, I have people that kind of sit back and you're like oh wow I didn't expect it to be that easier um Oh, okay. I didn't expect it to be able to do that. So it is this getting people to try something different, right? Like, let's yep. give it a try and let's see how easy was it. Um, and if something wasn't easy, then we're always asking for that feedback so that we can build it in a way that will suit that different type of need. Okay. Um, but generally, we've had really good feedback. We have the customers that have started using it continue to grow in their usage So we're pretty excited about what the the future will um, lay out for us.
0: I know you probably don't want to give away the farm, but just generally speaking, is there anything else you're looking into adding either to the app or elsewhere on the digital side in the coming years? Just talk about what your research has shown as far as where this industry is going, what contractors need, and the ways in which you all as a manufacturer are trying to adapt to that.
1: Yeah, so from the digital space, um, we will we'll continue to keep growing in terms of, like, our e-commerce and okay. tools to run an efficient business for our, our pro customers. Uh, in terms of digital, like, trends with us, like, I I must mention the elephant in, of the room of, like, AI is a okay. digital yep. trend, right? That's just sure. in a revolutionary time it could be scary, it could be exciting, it could be both, but it's happening. So, you know, we do see that it will be some part of our future as a tool to help people get things done. So that is something that we're, you know, at PPG looking at exploring of how we could best incorporate it to help either our employees or our customers. So that will be something in the future, you know, but we're definitely looking at exploring what, what that digital trend would be. And those are really the big ones, I think, from the digital side of that e-commerce and continued customer experience and needs. Uh, what will the future look like in an AI world? Um, and then for PPG overall, just looking at pros and what do they need? And we've seen some shift preferences with looking for more multifunctional products. So, you know, paint that does more than one thing um, and some nice examples of that. We have a like a Glidden Uh, cool surface technology paint, and it limits surface temperatures Mm -hmm. of patios, pools, decks up to 20%. So that's a cool product change that we're looking at based on those consumer preferences. And then we figure out from my end, from the digital world, how do we make that story come to life from the digital side that we can really make sure that people that might have a need for that product are finding out about it and making it very easy for them to find it and order it, and get that product where they need it on time.
0: That's great insight from Katie Crowback, Associate Director of Digital Adoption for PPG's architectural coatings business in the United States and Canada. Katie, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you. And for anyone who wants to learn more from you guys, I'm guessing the simplest way to do it, since we've been talking about it for the better part of 20 minutes, would simply be to download the PPG Paint app at their app store of choice, correct?
1: Correct, you can do that or go to ppgpaint.com.
0: Sounds good. Folks, that's where we will wrap things today. For Katie Crowback, I'm Ben DuBose with the AMP Publications team. If you want more resources from us, you can go to coatingspromag.com. That's the website for Coatings Pro Magazine, or you can go to amp.org. That's for the Association for Materials Protection and Performance, where you can find all sorts of resources related to protective coatings, corrosion control, everything from education to certifications, publications, whatever you need from the association, just go to amp.org and you should be able to find it. With those plugs complete, we will adjourn. For Katie, I'm Ben. Thanks as always for listening and please come back soon for another new Codings Pro podcast.